Okay, well, hey guys, how's everyone doing? I I know this was an obviously crazy week in wrestling, but your girls here at Down for the Count podcast will also be discussing all of the fun things that's happened. So I'm Nicole, and with me I have Tiffany and Alexis. Say hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> we're terrible happy, at happy, yeah, we're happy late Halloween, everybody. Yeah, yeah, Halloween. Awesome. <laughs> also, quick um quick little second. Um I'm gonna give a shout out to those wrestling girls. Um, Patricia and Krista. We were featured we recorded part one of an episode with them on what day was it, Alexis? Was I, it a Tuesday? Uh, this this past week has been a blur, but I think it, it was yeah. some, it was sometime last week, and they are two of the most sweetest, coolest people I have ever had the chance to talk to. So go listen to them; they are amazing. Yeah. So it's those wrestling girls at on Twitter. I don't know if they have an Instagram, but yes, go go to their Twitter and then they have all of their stuff linked up or where you can listen to them. But I just wanted to give them a quick shout out before I forgot because my brain is shit right now for a few, at least for a, few, a little while. So we talked a little bit about Raw while we were in a um last week because it was airing as we were recording so we're obviously we're not going to really get into that because obviously so much more important things happen within the week so we are gonna just pop into um what has become also pretty loaded tuesday nights so max smackdown isn't too missed um so we're gonna start off with aew dark so Alexis, I know you watched. Did you finish watching it, or did yes. you watch some of it? Okay, so what's I, your take on it? I will say this. I said it last week. I said it the week before, and I'll say it this week. AEW Dark is the better show. It is an hour-long show. You get great matches, you get interviews, all that stuff in between, and it's like they know and it's only it's on youtube but they know they have they have an hour to do it and i'm like this is how they should have started off they should have been like lucha underground and only been an hour and then kicked up momentum afterwards but you know i can't i can't say no when darby allen and uh jimmy jimmy fucking havoc (laughs) are going crazy on each other in the ring that was a good match um Shout out to Jimmy Havoc because he liked one of my Twitter statuses and it kind of sent me into fangirl mode for like the whole day. Really? <laughs> I was so, so I was so I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, it's real. Um <laughs> so that was that was kind of cool. Um this the the whole show in general is just great and and I really like what is it that desire, the undesired to, unbe- to unbelievable or something like that that they do. Um, yeah, I really like that. They had one with Audrey, the the female ref. Um, if you guys haven't watched it, go watch it because she is 
so cool and I want to meet her one day and ask her where she gets her nails done at because they always look amazing. Um, this week was MJF and he actually like I got kind of I got really upset for him because he talked about when he was growing up he was playing football and him being the only Jewish kid you know he had you know he he basically had to prove to them that you know the stereotypes of Jewish guys are tough they can't play sports you know he had to break that and then uh he became the starting linebacker I, I can't remember the position but I think it was running back or linebacker something that had a back in the title <laughs> and, uh, and they um all the other kids because he was Jewish and they got mad because they in their eyes a Jewish kid was better than them they, they uh started throwing rolled up quarters at him and yelling pick, pick it up Jew boy oh that's fucked up so so he's like, that's, and you could tell, like, he was really getting angry. And, uh, I mean, this wasn't, like, acting. You could tell it was really, like, affecting him still talking about it. And I think the best thing was, is, like, he stayed in character. But, you know, when you get that satisfaction of, like, you know that, and I don't want, it's not, like, to gloat, but, like, the person who made your life hell, and then you see him 10 years down the road, and you're you're just doing way much better than them. And you're not even trying to, like, rub it in their face. He goes also kind of upsetting how blase he kind of was, like kind of telling the story. Like you could tell he was upset, but he was it was just like so normal. And I'm like, okay, so where were the fucking adults? Well, you know those man, because you know back, you know boys, they don't want to tell because then they seem even more weak. And I, you know, if I ever saw my son doing that to another kid, I'd beat his ass. I don't care, but I'll beat his ass with the quarters and a rolled up sock. Like I don't give a shit. Like. <laughs> You do not treat somebody that way. That is unacceptable. But uh, I think it's kind of funny where you see, like, the real, like, him. Like, you don't see his character. You see him. And um, and then he, like, snaps back into, like, his character. And he goes, you know, now I'm one of the most in-demand, hottest young talents in wrestling. And he even says his name, and they bleed it out. And they go, now he's and he's some meth dealer cracked out asshole who's been in and out of prison so hope you enjoy your last stay or something like that like you could just tell he he comes back into character and i'm like okay so it was kind of cool seeing the real him also another shout out to njf uh for halloween i did a really i was supposed to be lacey evans but i got lazy and uh <laughs> i went as mjf for halloween and i posted it on my on instagram and he shared it on his his instagram story and i was so i i, I, I kind of had my fangirl moments this week yeah she geeked um, out <laughs> aew dark was actually uh really good aew aew was good i mean mox punked out that cheap ass librarian so that was good um I can't, I can't stand him. I cannot stand that gimmick. And Leva Bates, sweetheart, if you're listening, if you're trying to do this sexy librarian act, you're, you're failing. You're aging yourself every time I see you. You are, you got to be in like your, your mid late twenties. You're coming out there looking like a woman in her forties. Now, as a woman who's pushing like almost to her forties, that's not a cute look, sis. Like, no, 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 no. Um be here uh sorry um we got our first aew tag champs uh, 
um, SCU. So congratulations to those guys. They had a match with the Lucha Brothers, and it was the best match of the night, honestly. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I don't want to give too much away because AEW is really getting a lot better, and I don't want to sit here and go by point by point by point because I know I used to do that. But that's because I was kind of going in with, like, pad and paper and, like, taking notes. I'm like, oh, what they mess up on? What they mess up on? And finally, I just sit back. I go, you know what? I just need to watch it as a wrestling fan and not as, like, a quasi-reporter kind of person, if that makes sense. And I'm just going to enjoy myself. And if I like it, I like it. If I don't like it, then I'm going to tell you every damn thing that happened on the show so you don't have to waste your time on it. If that, makes, if that makes sense but um it's a they're they're really picking up you know i'm trying to i'm over the whole production thing i'm over the whole announcing thing because that's just something that's going to have to change over time and announcing just get tags put jr like bring him out trot him out for special occasions and then you know just just have taz full time because I I re, that was I miss him on AEW Dark already. <laughs> but, he should be um, on there full time. There's no reason for no. But it it it's it was a really good show. Now you know, and I think now with what is going on in WWE, especially since they are they have NXT on the opposite channel. I think this is time for them to go, okay, we need to stop fucking around because we could lose ratings really bad this month and one bad month could tank them because they're so young. But definitely, definitely watch AEW Dark. Go watch AEW Dynamite. You will be highly entertained this week. I, I was not disappointed like at all. And your girl Penelope Ford was on AEW Dark. Nicole. I know. I'm upset. I love her. I think she just like, and it was really cute uh, when Kit had his um like little backstage interview and he was wearing a Penelope Ford, Ford shirt, which I think they're like, they're so cute. They're adorable couple. But yeah. I don't know. It's just like, she like has like, it, she has like this really good it factor and she's such a good wrestler too. And she hasn't really showed, like, she's a really good, like, she was a very, like, Candice LeRae in a sense. Like, she's very scrappy. And they haven't really showed that much of her. Like, I've obviously seen, like, a lot more of that on Independent. So that's why I just, like, so weird about how she's showcased now. But she has, like, the talent and she has the look and she has the personality. And it's just, like, why isn't she getting push, but I'm going to give them some more time. I'm not going to be as hard as them. No, um, but, you know, AEW Dark had a really great match with Sadie Gibbs, Penelope Ford, Allie, and Sakura in a fatal four-way, and, like, each woman brought out absolutely everything for everybody. Like, they brought out the best in each of those women, and um, the one thing I will say that was cute about AEW Dark, and then we'll move on, is that uh, Dustin Rhodes and Sonny Kiss tag teamed, and they had matching gear, which I thought was, like, the coolest fucking thing for some reason. <laughs> I was just like, oh, they, they, they're cute. And then now the joke is online that um, Dustin Rhodes is Sonny Kiss's sugar daddy. That's why they had matching gear already. <laughs> 
uh, internet's weird, but I love it. But that, that's really all it for AEW. Of course, the Saturday is uh, AEW's first major pay-per-view now that they've been on TV full gear. So, and uh, we'll just see how it goes on Wednesday. Okay. So, I will, I think, no, I didn't. So, did anyone else besides me watch Impact? Or was it just me? Uh, I'm I'm still trying to get Fight TV, but I've been watching clips of it on YouTube. I didn't watch so, um, Impact this week either. All right, whatever, whatever, Tiff. So she's always so bad at me. You know yeah. she's gonna get on you every time you don't watch Impact. You know that. I didn't. I so, forgot to record it, so I didn't watch it. So this past Tuesday was um their first official day on TV on Axis as an actual live show and it was a pretty packed show I'm just going to go over a little bit of the highlights we had um, Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards for the X, um, X, X Division Championship and um, a hardcore match and it was just like balls to the wall it was amazing um Funnily enough, which I was very surprised by, Ace Austin retained. So, so I was kind of, con- okay, so I was like, so what are we going to do with that? Because I thought, I was like, okay, so maybe Tessa's just going to come back and come after him. So obviously that really came back to bit me in the ass um, later. So I, And then there was also a really cool th- um, three-way with, Jordan Grace, I can't, Nicole something, I always forget her last name, and Rosemary against Kira Hogan, Taya Valkyrie, and um, Madison Brain. I always forget her name, it's probably not her name, but I always forget how she wears that dumb fucking crown, and I don't know, she just dresses stupid, but that's her gimmick. But, um, the team of Jordan Grace and Rosemary won with Nicole and Jordan with Jordan Grace pinning Taya Valkyrie for the win. So obviously she's probably earned, hopefully earned herself a new title shot soon. Um, I'm not sick of Taya as the champion. I think she's done a really great job. Obviously she had, she started off as a face with the championship and out and eventually turn into a heel. So I feel like she, and also she's technically the longest reigning knockouts champion as of now. So I think she's done really well of like making her own and putting her stamp on it and making the title mean well. It's always had like great value, but it's not great, not only great value within the division itself, but within like the scope of women's wrestling belts throughout the world I think it's very I think it's very um they kept it very sacred honestly in my opinion that means more than both women's WWE belts as of right now like Becky's doing an okay job with it but I feel like Ty is just like really good at making it its own um and one I was I was shocked by it, but I kind of wasn't. So for the heavyweight championship, we had Sammy Callahan versus um, Luke Cage, and Sammy won. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Why did I call him Luke Cage? I'm thinking about Mortal Kombat. 
Jesus Christ. I had a rough day yesterday, guys, so excuse me for not knowing people's names. I usually do. I'm real I'm usually a lot better than this. Um but were were a little rough under the weather yesterday, so um Yeah. I literally was dead. I was dead the entire day. I I barely function at work. And I mean like barely. I was operating at a good eight percent at best. But regardless, um, the match was really good. Um, Sammy won, which I kind of, I thought he was going to win after pay-per-view. So I wasn't really shocked that he won it, it here. But not all, but this is also Sammy's first um, impact belt as well. So it's crazy, like his first, his first championship is the heavyweight championship. So it shows how highly... In already. Uh uh-uh. uh. That was that why uh, Jake Christ having the uh, X Division title was like really getting to him because he kept the Chris brothers kind of play stupid. Like they're like the they're stupid, but they're not like the mute twins. They actually wrestle. They actually have their own stuff going on, and they're not just there to help Sammy out. But uh, you could tell, like, leading up to it, like, he was kind of rubbing it in Sammy's face, like, hey, man, I have a title, but but, but you don't. And you could kind of see, like, Sammy getting extremely pissed off about it, and then, you know, Jake Chris is just being an idiot, and la 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 and all that crap. But um, <laughs> the thing with Key Edwards did, so that, tit- so that title shot he won at the last show, or the big show for Team uh, Impact, did he just waste it then? Like. What? Wasted. Yeah, like, you know, like, because he, he won that chance for any title, uh, the, the title shot thing that he won. And then him yes. and. So it was yeah, so like, the title. So the title thing was for the last, for at the pay-per-view. That's what that, that's what he used it for. But yeah. during, like, their lead-up for Axel's being on TV. He basically, like, threatened Brian that he was, like, going to go to his house and, like, beat up his family and all sorts of shit. And, like, that wild Brian up and he was like, well, fine, I'll give you another championship bout. Uh-uh. See, you don't, you don't fuck with Melissa Santos because that bitch be crazy. She would, <laughs> she would, like, stab you. Like, mm-mm. Cheerleader Melissa? Nope, don't fuck with her. So, yeah, it was just kind of that. So, at the, but at the end is what really got me. Because I was like, if this happens, I swear to God, I would, I would literally, like, die. So, at the end, Sammy's celebrating. And then out walks out Tessa Blanchard. You're not and wrong. she walks in, walks into the cage, gets in his face. And I was like, oh, my God, what if they do this? What if this is... Because obviously we hadn't had a woman. Um, I was like, obviously I was very distraught. She didn't win the X um, Division Championship. And I just felt like that would have been like such a culmination of like everything she's been doing and like all the intergender stuff. But I was like, what if they do this? That'd be insane. Yeah. Like, you know. 
Yeah, they they could have they could have made history at the pay per view if they if they let Tessa win the X division title and not give it to Pete Dunn's doppelganger. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I was like, also, but then also you think about it. You're what if she gets the heavyweight championship? Oh, that would be epic. Tessa can roll with the guys. This is not something she new that they're better than half of them. Exactly. It'll be unprecedented, is what I suppose. It'd be like it would it would change wrestling period yeah. forever. That would be rad. I don't think a woman has held a heavyweight championship in a major wrestling company. Before. No, it's always been a mid card type of title. So like, yes, you know, intercontinental cruiserweight, Southern Law knows lines, but nobody's ever been held the top. No woman has ever held the top belt in a company unless it was a women's title. So if she could, if they allow her to do that, she would be the first ever across the board. And that would change the whole industry. I'd be here for that. It's, but, yeah, that would just, I wouldn't even know how to like process that. Well, yeah. I would have to take off of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> she don't take off of work. So. Well, you have to time to process. Well, it's all it's all like where they do it because Tessa really if they do it at a pay per view, that may not work out because yeah, Tessa can get the win on TV, but when it comes to the pay per view, it usually goes to Sammy. So I mean, if they do it on TV, there's a good chance of her winning, but. It's like because every time they go on, every time they go on pay per view, Sammy wins against her. Yeah. So you guys know I like title changes on TV, especially major uh, title changes, because it doesn't happen often. This is like across like all the shows boards. I mean, I'm not counting AEW yet because only one person has held the belt. So, and they're still reintroducing belts, so that's like they're like null and void in this conversation. But I always liked it because I thought it was just like different. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, everybody gets to see it because not everybody watches the pay per views. So if they do it on TV, I don't think it's really, really don't matter where they do it, but it would be a bigger impact if it was done on TV. Because now they're on, you know, a regular nationally syndicated network and everybody who watches Impact is watching it that way. You got an opportunity to see this. I think the best thing to do is to put it on during the week if you're going to do it and then make a statement, man. That, that'll be, you got a woman truly leading your division. No, you got a woman truly just the company, period. Yeah, it would change everything. Hey, um, guys, hang on just a sec. I got to check my voicemail. So if I drop out, I'll be right back. So it's just just fucking crazy. But then um, 
But besides that, we also had NWA Power, and I hate to do this, but of course our good good sister Judy Jim Cornette is wilding out again, being an asshole. About that, and I he just. He just can't keep his foot out of his mouth. He's always saying something yeah. stupid. So, like I did before with MLW, even though I really love MLW, I am not going to watch it until they do something with him, which is unfortunate because I really enjoy NWA Power. I think it's a little bit of a, it's a mix of something very old and but also with like very modern at the same time and they have like some really good people on it but I just can't I just I'm over it I'm over just just him in general he just needs to just go home just go home just spend time with your family until you go and then it's just like I'm just over him and I'm just over um us as like a wrestling fan base of just letting old people get away with and this isn't just like older people. It is. So I think it's like an issue with oversighting of letting older people get away with stuff because of what they contribute. Especially um people don't too much let the wrestlers get away with it. It's more so it's like the on air people like the like the JRs and the yeah. Jim Cornettes. And the kink, which are all shitty people, but in varying degrees <laughs> and different things that they do. And I think a lot of people bypass because JR was like is a face commentator, has been for a very long time, but he's like a piece of shit person, honestly. So yeah. I think we need to keep that same energy with everyone across the board, which I do. Like, and then which I always, I always give JR shit. Third time pops up on TV, just like I give King shit for popping up on TV. And hopefully he's almost off the commentary now, because I'm just over him. Agreed. We need, we need some more flavor. But, yeah, <clears throat> that was just over it. So, again, I will not be watching NWA Power until that gets situated. Well, I mean, they issued a statement and the statement says, over the last few days, the situation was brought to our attention in regard to comments made by Jim Cornette that have been taken as making light on the subject of suicide. We've addressed the situation internally with Mr. Cornette and made it clear that we need any comments in regards to this subject, joking or serious, are not endorsed by Lightning One and the National Wrestling Alliance. Mr. Cornette understands the seriousness of the situation and that he will remain the color comment and with that he will remain the color commentator for NWA power. Mental health and suicide prevention are very important to the NWA president Billy Corgan and myself. If you ever need help or need to speak with someone, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline or online suicide prevention sincerely David Lagana, VP Lightning One and National Wrestling Alliance. So they didn't recommend him, but just tell him not to say shit like that. That's the end of it. That was it. He's nah, still one of the other I think that ain't it. I mean, 
it doesn't seem I could understand if this was Jim Cornette's first offense. Then I could be like, well, all right, you know, you you're gonna have to give him an opportunity to kind of get himself together. But he's done that multiple times. He did it with the incident with Nyla Rose and Sunny Kiss. It's just like he he's not in touch with the times. And I don't care if you have all the old wrestling memorabilia in your house. I don't care if you were a part of wrestling during a certain era. You will have to learn how to adapt, and he's not doing that. Everybody else has to conform to him, and it's unfair. I mean, mental health is serious. People are killing themselves, and it's very distasteful to tell someone to go hang themselves. So, if I met Jim Cornette, I'd probably punch him in his old man face. Right, that's just it's just very distasteful. So, um, I was gonna start watching it because I, I kept hearing about it, and it's always on my ass when I don't watch stuff. So, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna expand your horizons. So does, does this make Jim Cornette the uh, the triple winner of the Fuck You Award? I yeah, think this I mean, is first. He, he, he's he's he, first ballot Hall of Famer at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he just, I don't understand him sometimes. I feel like he does stuff on purpose to keep himself relevant. And at this point, you have a job. You know that there is a sensitivity to certain things, especially when it comes to suicide, people's gender. That kind of stuff is very sensitive. So, I mean, I can understand if it was, like, political stuff, because I'm like, political stuff is your choice. But when you start talking about suicide and suggesting that someone should commit suicide and then go further and explain how they should do it, you're a fucked up individual, and you need to go get yourself some help. You got some mental health issues, and you just need help. Like, you seriously have lost your goddamn mind. I don't know... Where your people at? Where your family at? Like nobody's nobody's coding you to any conviction. You just do whatever you want to do, and people are letting you do it because you are Jim Cornette. And the, I don't I don't fuck with that. I don't like that at all. Oh, can I tell you guys something? And you can leave this out of the podcast, Tiff. Um, I've read about Cornette, and it really hurt me in a way. Um, I lost my uncle to that. He hung himself when I was in seventh grade. So I don't I don't take that very lightly. And I swear to God, if I ever do meet Jim Cornette, I'm going to punch him in the fucking face. Like, that, no. And you can just edit that part out. But I... Um, these wrestling guys who are old school and they're trying to stay relevant, you can be relevant. Get involved with charities and shit, dude. Like, don't be saying shit and then being like, oh, I don't know the times. Bullshit. Yes, you do. Or just be like, try not to be like a terrible person. Like, I don't know how hard that is. I don't know why that's such like a hard concept for people. Like, he has Twitter. He knows how to use it, unfortunately. Why don't he use it for good? Because that don't get you views. That don't get you likes. That don't get your name in the dirt sheets. I think he does know very well what he's doing. And I think that he says whatever he wants to say, he knows nobody's going to hold him to any type of standard. Because if NWA power had it, they would at least suspend him. 
Like you're suspended um, until we can, you know, until you get yourself together. You need to be put in sensitivity training, something. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you can't do that shit. You can't say shit like that. And then you just move on. Like, well, you know, we don't take it. We take it very seriously. But Jim's going to remain on commentary. Okay. If I ever if I ever meet Sammy Callahan, I'm going to shake his hand. And all I'm going to say, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, you're great. I'm just going to say, dude, thank you so much for spitting on Jim Cornette because he fucking deserved it. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about racist old Grandma Cornette, who's really out of touch. I agree, Kitty Cat. I agree. He just needs to go to bed. <laughs> uh, same thing. That's like what I say about JR. They just need to go to bed. They need to go home, go to sleep, go lay in the bed, go relax. <sighs> so, on that note, we're going to move into Wednesday, which was um fucking loaded to stay the least excuse my french um jesus christ and then and that goes into the rest of our crazy wrestling week so we're gonna touch briefly on aew because it was a really good show from it was a really good show i remember bits and pieces of it but i like how they're slowly they are slowly improving Okay. And I don't know. Yeah, they're just, it's like, it's just really good. It's consistently enjoyable. Do I enjoy it as much as AEW Dark? No. But they're getting there. Um, I know, Alexis, you most recently watched it, so I know it's probably a lot more fresher in your mind. Mm-hmm. I think they're improving. Um, I really wish, and this is the only thing I'll hark on left with AEW, and then we'll move on to NXT. I really wish they would stop their one line a night against uh, WWE. So that's just my big thing. We all know, we all know when that contract's up, Jericho, you're going to go crawling back to Vince because you want that Hall of Fame. You want that WWE Hall of Fame. Duh. And. Uh, and everyone's going to be so surprised when he leaves, and I'm going to be like, you guys really didn't see this coming, like, at all? Like, come on. Like, even a blind man could have seen this shit. So what happened What happened in uh, on NXT? Because I've been really bad. I haven't watched NXT yet either. I feel, like, so shitty right now. <laughs> Well, I did watch something. I did watch NXT. I ended up watching that later. But it was pretty good. NXT was was pretty good. What was the big announcement that came out of NXT? Because, oh my fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) The cool thing is always, I like hearing William Regal say it. Like, I have that... (laughs) That part stopped on my um my Hulu so I can rewatch it. When he came out there, he was like, it's a simple solution to this. War games. I was like, yes, we're gonna get a war. <laughs> well, I, well, the cool thing about it is the crowd 
kudos to Full Sail, but the um, also cool thing about it was the crowd started chanting War Games before he even popped up. Yeah, because it, it was it was obvious that was happening, but it was just it was just so it was so cool, and I was just like, okay, this this is gonna be epic. And they announced it. They didn't announce the, another War Games match. They they only announced the women's War Games match. Now what they did do was um, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee were going against Undisputed Era, and uh, they wrestled, and Undisputed Era was able to pick up the win, but then it was due to the help of Strong and Cole, of course, and then it came out, both Lee and Riddle. Ciampa came out with the, with the crutch, and then he called it, and he picked up the microphone, and he's just like, Goldie, you're going to have to wait because daddy's got to go to war. And that's how it went off. And then before that, um, Finn Balor came out there and talked, you know, pretty much gave his little speech. And um, it was focused on Gargano. So I'm assuming at some point they're going to have their, they're going to battle it out. But he wasn't there. So it was just Finn. Um, other than that, I, really, that's all I can remember that happened. Um, I just remember also, Nicole's reaction. They listen to this shit. They listen to our lives. They know what the fuck we're saying. <laughs> no, this is this is gonna go into Thursday. No, this is gonna go into into Thursday because I'm whatever. Anyway, but also take away <laughs> I love Poppy. She's awesome. If I didn't love EO's new theme so much, I would say it should be scary mask, but I don't know about like the legalities. I don't know. They're kind of weird about using real music now. So, um, cause I gotta, I don't know, which they should have. Well, I don't know. We could talk about WWE. We're going to talk about WWE and money soon, but I don't know. Poppy's awesome. And hopefully she gets played in for takeover or for, yeah, yeah, for I, more games. I wasn't, I, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't a fan of Poppy. I really, really wasn't. She freaked me out. She still kind of does. But I like the song, and I, I like both of them. Both of the songs that she had, um, that she did, the first one she did, and I liked Scary Mask, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I I just didn't like the YouTube. Like, that's the Poppy I remember. She just sit and stare at the screen and be like, hi, I'm Poppy, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Other than that, I was like, I'm out. I don't, I don't want to do it. She's creeping me out. But she, she's, she has a a cool dark persona that I like, so I can deal with that, and I can deal with the music she makes. I just, I just can't fuck with the the other side of Poppy. I can't fuck with that. But she did a really good job, and I actually enjoyed the music. So, who knows you? Shout out to Poppy. Poppy's weird. Like, I I appreciate the weirdness, though. Like, um, what was it? When uh, when she first came out and she did the video things for YouTube, like you were talking about, Tiff. That, yeah. That shit freaked me out. And, like, I grew up in the generation of fucking Marilyn Manson and Nine Inch Nails and, mm-hmm. you know, all these bands. That kind of set the groundwork for like new age of freakouts, but she scared me more than Marilyn Manson ever did. Agreed. 
Agreed. Because she's unsettling. And that's the whole yeah. point of it. She doesn't yeah. really do it good. But I, I, Nicole did explain it. It was like, it was, it's kind of like performance art. And then after I thought about it, I was like, okay, it still freaks me out, but I can at least give you a little bit of respect for it. But she just scares me. And I'm just... <laughs> I downloaded her music though. I did go find it and download it because I like the song. So it's a win-win for everybody. (laughs) Yeah. How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Count, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the podcast.